welcome to our Lead to Succeed podcast, where we share leadership and business growth insights, both from our own experiences and that of our guests. We're the hosts. I'm Rebecca Jenkins, founder of Argen, helping companies to grow by finding, gaining and growing the best clients. And I'm Callum, sharing my perspectives from both being an entrepreneur and working in a variety of different companies. Whether you lead a team or a business, you'll find practical tips, inspirational insights and ideas as we discuss a wide range of leadership topics. So with that, here's today's episode. Hi everyone, we're in December now and in July 2020, Callum and I kicked off with our very first podcast with Peter Hathaway. And since then, we have completed 78 episodes. Now, the world has changed since then, and we've had great leaders on our podcast sharing many insights from how to lead remote teams, which is something that seems to be continuing, to a millennial specialist and lots of different experiences and ideas in between have been shared. So in this podcast, we're going to do a recap of some of the really poignant and key messages that have come from the leaders that we have spoken to. So Callum, I think you're going to kick off. Yeah, so we've had a a real variety of guests on on the podcast over the past 18 months or so, talking about a bunch of different uh, aspects and factors that sort of go into what really good leadership looks like in in their opinion. Um, And there was one thing that I wanted to start with, which I think has been quite common across a number of our guests, people like Tony, Leanne, Leon, Tracy, Mark all mentioned this, um, and it was really about having a vision for your team, your company, your business, whatever it might be, uh, and helping inspire your team to understand that vision, communicate it with your team, and ultimately get emotional buy-in with it. Um, and there was a quote that Tony, uh, well, not necessarily a quote, but something that Tony said, which I, I really quite liked, and he said, leadership is about making things happen, happen, uh, or management is about getting things done. Um, and I quite like that quote. I think, you know, it's about being bold, getting things done and setting a vision for the company and taking steps to achieve that. And along those lines, Mark also shared uh, something around vision and it's like, what is it? How are we going to do it? And why is it important? So I think that was one of those really consistent themes that we heard across a number of our guests, having a leadership, getting buy-in from your team from it, and then actually ultimately going out there and fulfilling it. I, I think coupled with that, Cam, there have been two other key points. One is being having that great lead, um, great vision for the business that everybody um, understands and is clear, but then having the culture and the values that align to that vision so that everybody really is understanding about the behaviours that are in alignment with the, the culture and the values and ultimately with the, the vision in the business. Yeah, we saw AC mention that, didn't we? He said, um, you know, AC was very open about the transparency in his company. He talked about um, having uh, transparency on everyone's salary within the business, but then also a real strong focus on on values as well versus, you know, focusing more, excuse me, focusing more on values versus the performance side of things. So if there was a dip in performance, but the values were in the right place, then ultimately that was more important. So yeah, I agree. A strong sort of emphasis on values is also very important too. And then we had... Steve Ricks and others have mentioned the importance of creativity. So allowing that creative um, aspect to come through. And I I think that's probably important, isn't it, in terms of creating the culture and values and allowing people and giving them the freedom, giving them the time to to Mm. be creative and come up with new ideas that might help the business to move forward. 
Yeah, it was all about, you know, the importance of play and imagination and, and having a bit of fun as well. And we saw other guests like Frank and T mentioned about, um, you know, being creative, whether that's working with a client or getting the most out of your team and looking for a bit of like creative flair. Um, so there was also that sort of aspect to, to leadership as well. Yeah. One of the things that I've really enjoyed uh, has been hearing the very personal stories from people like Matt Giggs, Dan Stanley, Andy Nelson, where they've had very significant internal struggles to deal with and they've talked very openly about those and I think nearly everybody on the podcast has mentioned being authentic mm-hmm. um, so sharing stories that have deep meaning and talking through how they've wrestled with those how they've been challenged by those internal difficulties and have come through them and I think that's always been very very inspiring when we've heard how those stories have enabled individuals to kind of recognize that they needed to lead themselves through it so this kind of leading first concept yeah i would agree i mean i think when you think of a leader or at least when i did you think of someone that kind of always has the answer is always really confident always kind of knows exactly where they're going and and never has an off day but you know as we heard from a number of our different guests that's like not always the case and it's important just to be honest chat about how you feel as you said mum we heard about andy said this Sarah, Nikki and, and Dan as well talked about the importance of, you know, feeling good. Um, and I think it's important, isn't it? You don't, you don't always have to know the answer as a leader. Um, and I think it's about being authentic, as you said, and just being open, um, open with your team. And I think tying in with that, we heard guests like T and Tim talk about the importance of like trying to be your best self. And people like Piers, uh, Piers and Eric talked about being able to uh, lead from within. Um, and in line with that as well, it's kind of also about taking time for yourself and, and taking time to rejuvenate and focusing on essentially being your best self. And, you know, leadership is a tough role. And I'm sure in a lot of companies that a lot of our guests and listeners work in, it's a very demanding environment. There's always a lot going on. Um, so I think in terms of that as well, it's time, important to take some time out for yourself every now and again, reflect um, and really lead lead yourself as well before you can start to lead, lead other people too. Mm. Totally. And we've made a list, we've re- listened to the podcast and po- picked out kind of the top key messages that have come through, which is what we're going through. Lead yourself first was one of the key messages that uh, came out for me. And the second one, and I feel kind of this is an important one for 2020, is to have extreme kindness and high levels of emotional intelligence. And Tom Peters talked a lot about having extreme kindness we are all humans and he gave a statistic that really shocked me to be honest it was that over 70 percent of people in in the workplace feel disconnected and aren't motivated in the work that they do i thought that was an incredible uh, figure and he said that's a global phenomenon it's not, not just in the states where he's from but it's across the world every country that he's he's been to he has seen this and so we need more emotional intelligence really understanding where people are understanding your teams supporting your teams helping others to flourish i think comes out of that karen that's something we both said is has been um, a significant message that comes through yeah i think there's two points i mean kindness and being empathetic and having strong emotional intelligence is mainly on, on that latter point is something that's really come out in a number of conversations that a lot of leaders have said that I definitely agree with it and 
I think that ties into another point as well. Like some of our other guests talked about, it, like Rebecca, Selena, and Jordi, talk and Kiki as well talked about heartfelt leadership, really getting to know your team, um, and Tom's thoughts around kindness as well. Um, so I think it is important to really get to understand your team, take time out to understand what they're interested in. Um, I, the name skips me, but one of our guests talked about understanding their primary motivating factors. Um, and just essentially really getting to understand your team. And that also sort of ties in with our previous point as well about being open with your team. So it's like a two-way a two way street. And then we had Jake Jacobs and Selena Bolton and others talking about leading change. Well, it's certainly been a year of change um, and 18 months of change, I guess, in leadership styles and leading remote teams. But Selena talked about being the architect of change. So if you're not the most senior leader in the company, then you can still take responsibility for leading change and stepping up and even suggesting areas for change. So I thought that was a really nice phrase. And Jake Jacobs talked about his various different aspects of leading change and how to make change really work. So if you're going through change and you're looking for some clear guidelines on that, recommend those two podcasts. They were particularly um, pertinent on those on those couple of areas. Yeah, I particularly liked what um, Selena mentioned as well about being a leader at any stage of your career. And I think before I started this podcast, I not always, but would generally associate a leader in a company to be someone that's perhaps slightly more senior or has a title or some form of leadership type or something along those lines. And, you know, Selena really made a point that you can really be a leader at any point in your career. Uh, and we heard about other guests as well. I think it was James who mentioned um, it's really all about having that belief and that right mindset that you can be a leader in yourself and kind of having that self-confidence to do so. Rennie also shared as well, it's it's around being being followed. You can't force people to follow you as a leader. You've got to get that kind of emotional buy-in from your team. And Nuno talked about as well, leadership isn't necessarily focused on a title. So I think really that also ties into like kind of a slightly larger point. It's really around like the mindset you have. Um, and we had a number of different guests talk about the importance of mindset in leadership. But Anna saw just kind of the wider importance of that as a whole. Tracy, Jane, Feb, um, Lauren also all mentioned things around mindset. And there was a quote from Feb that I know Mum and I really liked when Feb shared it. And he said, having a poor mindset is like having a flat tire. You're not going anywhere until you change it. And I just thought that was a really, a really great, a great quote that like sums up the importance of mindset in a very succinct and um, great way. Yeah, I'd forgotten that one, Cancer. Thanks for the reminder, because that is a really good. We can just picture that. You know, you're not going anywhere yeah. until you've got that great mindset in place that really helps you to move forward and being bold. That's another message that's come out, hasn't it? Actually, having the boldness to make those moves and. I think that comes before confidence in a way. Mm. Confidence comes when you've actually done something and you, whether you fell from it or it's been a success, it doesn't matter, you've done it. But there's been a lot around being bold in leadership, taking action, leading your team. For sure. Yeah, we had um, Evan on. He was a, had some really um, amazing insights about leadership and mindset and things like that. And he also talked about getting outside of your comfort zone, which ties in with what James was saying as well, as I just mentioned about belief in yourself. Misha talked about the importance of kind of like your state of mind. Sally and Catherine were talking about embracing failure as well. Um, so I think, yeah, getting outside of your comfort zone, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, leadership can be quite a tough role. You're working with a number of different people, all of who um, work in different ways. And I think it is tough to, to get out get out there and, and lead a team and be bold. 
Um, so yeah, getting outside of your comfort zone and sort of, I think pushing yourself almost is, is definitely one of those key aspects of, of leadership. What Evan said, Evan Carmichael talked about letting go of ego. I've had a couple of guests that have been talking about that, you know, just leave yeah. your ego behind. Alex mentioned that as well, I think. Yeah, you're here to serve your team, you're here to help others to flourish. That's one of the key aspects of, of leadership, it's not this kind of pumped up status at all. Yeah, I think that was one of the really poignant points I remember quite well that Rennie mentioned, um, which has sort of stuck with me. And Rennie was back was one of our um, was one of our first um, guests that we had on the podcast, and he talked about the importance of leadership is really about the self development of, of other people over and above yourself. And actually, by helping other people improve and get and get better, um, you actually develop quite significantly in yourself. But leadership is really all about helping others getting where they want to be, the self-development um, of others as well. And there was someone else that mentioned something along those lines, so I'm going to try and find that while you carry on, Cody. Um. Okay. Well, we also had, we've had the resilience of mindset. Um, one of the other podcast guests was Tony Barrett, and he talked about, it always goes back to the customer, and he shared the story of Jeff Bezos having an empty chair in the meeting room and with asking people what does the customer want when they're having meetings you know let's take this back to the customer and again i think another really important aspect of leadership is thinking also including what your customer thinks about the decisions that you're going to make what impact does it have on them and not forgetting them at the end of the day when you're when you're leading and making big decisions yeah, the one, the other person that mentioned something along those lines was Evan, who was talking about helping others get to where they want to be, essentially. But back to your point, ma'am, um, yes, I agree with that. And I think a lot of the concepts that we've talked about, or I guess have talked about in leadership, have been kind of around like the people aspect side of things and the mindset and, and that sort of stuff. And it was Bryn as well who also mentioned about leadership being both kind of like the commercial aspect and also the personal aspect as well. So kind of in your point, ma'am, about Tony's point around relating all of the business decisions back to the end um, result for the customer. Bryn talked about making sure you're getting commercial results. So not only are you leading your team, but are you actually also getting results for the business too, which I think is an important aspect of leadership as well. Yeah, and then we had John Dembitz talking about leadership from his perspective. And he said, the one question that all leaders should ask, do you remember what that is, Karen? Well, the one question that all leaders should ask is why. So why? Are I was we... going to say why, but <laughs> I thought that was too obvious. Why? Why are we doing it this way? And really be up to challenge teams and people. But that can always be done in a very constructive way. But yes, his message was always ask why. Why? Why are we doing this? Why isn't there a better way, etc. So that was a strong message from John. Yeah, there was. One thing to mention on that as well, but that sort of tied in a bit about what Mark was saying, about what we were saying at the start as well, about having a vision. And Mark said it's important to define what that vision is, how we're going to do it, but also why. Why are we doing it this way and why is it important? Um, and then I think tying back into another thing that John mentioned um, was about uh, in one of his early roles, he was in quite a large company and a senior member of that company invited him into his office and literally on his first day said to John, what would you change here or worse to that effect? And John was really quite taken aback by that. And I think he said to the, to the person, like, well, this is my first day. And he was like, exactly, you're new here. You've got a fresh perspective. I want to, you know, give me your thoughts on what you think should be changed. And he said the amount, the 
along the lines of how that made him feel, the value that how valued that made him feel as an employee on his first day talking to a really senior person about what should be changed in the business. Um, and I think that really goes back to making your employees feel valued. Um, can you elaborate on that point a bit more, Mel? I think you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it was it was around kind of really building in those relationships as well and kind of yes really understanding your team I guess it almost ties a little bit back to emotional intelligence as well yeah I agree and I think building trust um, which is something that's often been talked about so I just thought it was a, a, a really interesting experience from, from John I guess if we had to nail everything down to a couple of things for me leading your team emotional intelligence understanding your team putting your team first allowing your team to flourish would be some of the really strong messages I've taken through. And to do that, you have to be authentic, true to yourself, lead yourself. And it reminds me of um, Cherie Concanon, who talked about choosing the natural leaders mm -hmm. and um, having self-directed teams. So allowing teams to direct themselves, which let them... Uh, Allowed, allowing teams to be leaders I think that was some yeah, interesting points that Shuri made the hidden talent within the team as well yeah. one of the other points that I think came up in a number of our conversations was handling tough times whether that's in a business having a difficult conversation maybe something that you're going through personally like a difficult time as we mentioned about being honest and open about that as well but a number of our guests talked about that from Sue, Lauren, Amy, Ahmed, Kay, uh, Matus, all mentioned about sort of going through tough times, how they handled that difficult situation. Misread that one there, not Amy, it was Anuj. So I think I would go back and listen to some of those other podcasts to get more details. But I, I think being able to handle a tough time, be resilient in the face of adversity, um, being able to make decisions and helping your team get through that tough time is a really important aspect of leadership. And I think leadership, we often talk about the ability to sort of like make fast, swift decisions, which I would agree with is important. But then a couple of our guests talked about the importance of sometimes slowing down in that decision making. So Rod talked about the importance of pausing in decision making, which I think especially in the face of adversity or a tough time is even more important to make sure that you make the right decision. Um, and then David also talked about removing kind of your emotion from that decision making process. Um, so I think being resilient through tough times, helping your team through it, sharing that vision and getting through it, whatever that tough time might be, is, uh, is an important aspect of leadership. And just to kind of finish that point off, Lauren talked about um, sort of following your passion and getting through some of the tough times that she had in a, in a variety of different ways. And as a result, becoming sort of a stronger person out, out, the, other, out the other side. I think that's true, Karen. Each one of the leaders have had their own challenges. I think it just goes with the territory if you're going... If you're, you are a leader, you are going to face those tough times, you are going to face those challenges, you do need to know how to handle really difficult conversations. Mm -hmm. And um, on that note, many of the podcasters, many of the guests have talked about when they've had difficult decisions and they've had to part company with people who weren't a good fit for the business. And that has, that has been a particularly difficult um, decision for yeah. them. How do you handle tough conversations? Yeah, it's been you know we've had some mm. some very good um, ideas and feedback on how to to deal with that. Just on your note about um, your thoughts about critical thinking and taking emotion out of those decisions, 
We had a guest that talked about using emotion as a data point in your decision-making process. So what your gut feeling might be, what your emotion might be, that's a data point. Looking at the statistics, that's a data point. So gathering those various data points to enable you to make an informed decision. Yeah, we had um, Misha talk, had a, had a very interesting um, point around that, how he sort of makes decisions in, in two-week blocks so where he sort of feels like more, I guess, mentally astute to, to make those big decisions and then kind of has like a, a two-week period of taking time off and perhaps focusing on more of the day-to-day things. Um, and if you're interested in hearing more about that, I would definitely recommend uh, Misha's podcast because it was a quite a unique perspective, I thought. Yes, Misha Dollar, wasn't that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we hadn't heard that from anybody no, else. That, I haven't either. That was uh, very unique and, and very different. Didn't hear that from any other any other guests. One thing I was going to bring up, which I which I guess is, you know, is talked about fairly often, but you wouldn't necessarily, maybe perhaps wouldn't associate it through and through with leadership, but a couple of our guests brought it up, so I think it's important. It's the value of having like a mentor or a role model or some form of support group that can really help you achieve where you want to go. I think it was Eric um, who mentioned about having someone who's kind of climbed that mountain before you to help you help you get up that mountain as well. But Matus, Asad, uh, Feb, they all mentioned the, the value of having a mentor or someone along those lines who's kind of been there and done it before you can help you get to where you want to go and sort of um, accelerate your career path um, or your leadership capabilities. Yeah, that, that's that's a good one to remember, Callum, actually, because yeah, I think quite a few people have talked about that. Somebody used the phrase, and I'm going to stumble because I can't remember it in detail, but yes, find somebody who has been there before you, can't remember the phrase, and uh, learn from them and get them to help and support you. And in this phrase and, uh, and in this kind of commitment to have more kindness, I think, more people are willing to share their knowledge, share their experience and to coach, help and support others. So that resonates deeply. And I think as well, perhaps when you're first starting out, um, I know I've definitely had this, not necessarily for, for leadership specifically, but just other aspects. And I think it's quite common, especially for entrepreneurs, perhaps people that are first starting out, is this whole idea of like imposter syndrome. And Eric mentioned that as well and kind of how you overcome that. And I think perhaps having a role model or a leader who's been there and done it before you who can share some skills, tips, training with you is definitely going to help you kind of accelerate your learning and perhaps feel more confident and have more belief in yourself to be bold, get outside of your comfort zone and do those things like you mentioned um, a few moments ago. And in 2025, 75% of the workforce are going to be millennials. So if you have a millennial workforce, Listen to that podcast where we had Viak, who's a millennial specialist, uh, talking. And he said some key things about leading millennials. You need to have a less, a less formal leadership style. You need to have more regular feedback sessions. You have to provide psychological safety. And he feels that millennials are looking for a futuristic mindset in the company's that they choose to work in. So with all the current pressures on finding great talent for your business, futuristic mindset, and also I think he said digital, yes, have a digital um, approach to business as well. These are the things that are going to encourage and motivate and um, encourage you to have the best millennials working in your in your business. Yeah, Vivek's podcast was, was really interesting. Um, I think if you're interested, if you if you'd like to learn more about how to really get to understand your your team, 
what they're interested in, how they um, how they approach leadership. And I'm going to find what uh, Vivek said because he said, oh yeah, it was sort of, um, I guess, millennials' appetite for sort of more informal, chilled, relaxed um, leadership. Um, so if you're definitely, if you're leading a millennial team or you're working with perhaps uh, younger younger individuals, we definitely recommend Vivek's podcast uh, to take a listen to. Yeah, Vivek Mil- Milani, is not, was that his surname? Anyway, that, so that was Vivek, and I think that just about wraps it up, Cam, doesn't it? Some of the key messages that come through. Do you have any other notes? Yeah, let's have a quick look through. There's definitely a few things that we've missed out, I'm sure, but I think we've covered a lot of the, the main points and some other uh, more niche points as well. Um, but yeah, for me, some of the main things I wrote down were kind of being bold, getting outside of your comfort zone, having um, a vision that you share with your team, being able to inspire your, inspire your team along with that vision, getting emotional buying with your team, setting a future that they want to be part of as well. The importance of your mindset, both to lead yourself and sort of help deliver on that vision too. Being empathetic, um, having a strong emotional intelligence with those that you're working and understanding of your team. The importance of um, the self-development of other people, but also doing that in a very like sort of kind and heartfelt way as well. The value of having a mentor, getting through tough times, being transparent with your team and making sure you've got strong communication, sort of um, delivering from those values and the mindset and the, the vision that we talked about. But then also kind of going full circles, taking time out for yourself to really be your best self, which I think goes back to sort of like the first point of being bold uh, and being able to get outside of your comfort zone. Um, because when you feel good and when you feel strong within and confident within yourself, it makes doing that, in my opinion, easier. It's been great to have all these guests on the podcast. I think we've been really privileged to to have them share their insights and knowledge and experience with it, with us. We hope you've enjoyed it as well and got great value from it. And we look forward to we look forward to the next podcast with you. Yeah. So with that, thank you very much for listening and, and sticking with us over these past eighty months. Uh, fingers crossed, you've also got a lot of value from it. Um, we recommend you you go back and listen to some of the other podcasts. Connect with our guests. Um, a lot of them are, are very welcome, very welcoming for you to reach out to them and, and ask questions or connect. Um, so with that, just a massive thank you. And uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, talking with you in a, in a potential future episode. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And as always, if you enjoyed it, we welcome a review. And if you have any questions and like to get in touch with us, you can do that at the rjen.co.uk website.